the question is, what is the difference between tendonitis and tendinosis? Hi, I'm Dr. Christopher Segler, and thanks for tuning in to the Doc on the Run podcast, where we help you understand how to keep training and running, even if you've been injured. This question actually does come up a lot for patients, and usually with Achilles tendon injuries is the most common thing, but it can happen with any kind of tendon. So the difference between an injury to a tendon, which has been labeled tendonitis versus tendinosis, is really a difference in the amount of time that you've had the condition and the amount of damage to the tendon itself. So tendonitis is basically inflammation within the substance of the tendon itself. And tendinosis is different. Tendinosis means there's been some chronic degeneration in the tendon as a consequence of either microtrauma or prolonged inflammation. And there's been a long running debate about this. I was actually lecturing at a conference in Iceland this summer, and I was giving a lecture specifically on tendon injuries in athletes. And one of the things I did in that talk was to try to explain and demonstrate to doctors who treat athletes that the old research that says inflammation does not play a role in the development of tendinosis is wrong. So there is new research that's come out this year that actually shows that pretty clearly. So the deal is, is that we used to look for these particular inflammatory cells within the tendon. And when a patient was diagnosed with tendinosis and there was a biopsy of the tendon, they, you know, the doctor takes a piece of the tendon, actually sends it off to the pathologist to look at it under a microscope. There were none of the particular cells that we think of as markers for inflammation. So because those cells didn't happen to be within the tendon, there was a bunch of research that came out and a bunch of papers came out and said there is no inflammation in the development of tendinosis, and that's actually wrong. So the theory for the last 10 or 15 years has said that inflammation has no role, so you shouldn't treat an inflammatory process when you have tendinosis because you're getting chronic microtrauma. And where that applies to runners is that the doctors tell you to stop running because they say you're basically re-traumatizing the tendon, you're injuring it, you're applying stress, you're damaging it. And this repetitive microtrauma that caused the initial injury is continuing to go on and on and on because you continue to do hill repeats or box jumps or calf raises or whatever it is that you and your doctor think is actually at the root of the problem. So the deal is, is that this more research came out and what they did was they actually looked at the genetic markers of the tendon. And it turns out that there are different actual surface markers on the tenocytes or the cells within the tendon when they have been exposed to chronic inflammation and then subsequently develop tendinosis. So the actual physical shape and the morphology of the tenocyte cells actually changes. And so this research, they were actually able to show that the tendons exposed to inflammation, the inflammation actually does prime these tenocytes or the cells within the tendon for this inflammatory response and they become sort of more excitable and more inflamed. And then over time, the tendon degenerates. You get actual degeneration of the collagen fibers within the tendon. It gets kind of mushy and squishy and, and you can see it when you look at it in surgery. So when a patient has tendonitis or a normal tendon and you actually do surgery, when we look at the tendon, if you actually cut the tendon open, you look in there and you pick at it with a dental pick or a sharp metal pick, it actually peels out teeny tiny little collagen bundles that look like very fine blonde hairs. And they're all perfectly aligned and they're glistening bright, you know, like, you know, fine hairs that they appear to be. And those are all just like bundles of collagen that are normal. And then when you have a patient that has tendinosis and you cut into the Achilles tendon and you open it up and you pick at it with the same instrument, 
the stuff that you peel out is actually a lot like string cheese. So it's very different. It's softer, it's rubbery, and it's clumpy. And that is where the tendon has actually changed. It is different. It is not the same anymore. And because it's squishy and degenerated, it doesn't absorb force in the same way as a normal healthy tendon. And as a consequence of that, you have a real problem. So now the new question isn't whether or not there's inflammation in the tendon when you're developing tendinosis, but whether or not you should actually treat it with things like ice or contrast baths or anti-inflammatory medications. So if you think you have tendinosis, the first thing to ask your doctor is whether or not your doctor understands that. Like, you know, do you think that there could be any inflammation in the tendon or not? And if you do think there's inflammation, then what should we do about it? Like, what should be the course of action? So that's the whole deal. You know, you need to go to your doctor armed with information about the condition so that you can really get the right answers from your doctor. Because you have to remember, the doctor wants you to get better. But if the doctor thinks the easiest way to get you better is to tell you to stop running, that's what they're going to do. But in many cases, you can continue running. And if not running, then at least doing other activities that will maintain your running specific fitness without applying to the same stress to the tendon, or as your doctor may say, you know, applying the same continual chronic microtrauma to the tendon that caused the damage in the tendon so that you can actually recover the tendon, stay healthy, stay fit, stay active, and actually get back to running sooner because your overall fitness, everything that supports that inner tendon is going to be stronger when you actually do get back to running and back to full training. So those are the things you have to really think about when you have an injury, you're a runner, and you want to keep running. What's a virtual doctor visit? The idea of not running at all while waiting for my foot to heal was simply depressing. I really needed a second opinion from an expert, someone who specializes in helping runners. What you'll get from Dr. Segler, in my experience, is expert runner and medical care that's individualized for your needs. I left with actionable steps to recover from my injury. Dr. Segler is different, and I felt heard, didn't feel patronized, and I felt like he prioritized getting me back to running as soon as possible, as much as I did. I just couldn't see sitting around for six weeks knowing my hard-earned fitness would vanish. I know Dr. Segler is an expert, and I wanted to see him in person. But frankly, I just couldn't afford the cost of a house call. I saved enough money to pay for my next marathon registration. You know, I have an appointment with Dr. Segler, whether it's via Skype or on the phone. You can expect, one, he's going to be on time. Two, he's going to be able to spend more time with you than the typical uh, visit in a doctor's office. And both of those are going to result in a more effective diagnosis and treatment plan for you. I'm a young woman in the Philippines and I hurt my ankle yesterday. I just wanted to say thank you and that it's such a relief to be able to find a website like yours and get some information when I'm in a place with uh, little to no medical care. So I just wanted to call and say thank you. You're awesome. Book a virtual doctor visit and get a second opinion online today. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me. And then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.